Good morning, or afternoon, or evening. Hello. Hello, you don't sound very enthusiastic <laughs> today. Are you awake yet? Yes. Um, I should point out, listeners, that my daughter is still in her pyjamas and dressing gown. <laughs> that and doesn't is... mean I'm not awake, it means I'm comfortable. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm leisuring. Leisuring. Is there such a word as leisuring? <laughs> I'm wearing, um, well, I think I've been... You're feeling relaxed. Yeah, although to be fair, it's not like I wear something very uncomfortable every I day. I just take my pyjamas off and put sweatpants on. Yeah. So, um, not much changes. You could just like wear a onesie throughout the day. Mm. Have a different onesie for every day. Yeah, as long as you don't go out with me on it. Well, I've decided um, that I need to start dressing up a bit more. Is that to do with self-esteem or I don't know? Uh, it's more so because I feel like, okay, I think I got my new sweatpants and jumpers in November, December. Around about that time, end of last year, yeah. And I've just been wearing them every day since, and it's... Do you think they need a wash? <laughs> They're obviously clean. It's more so the fact that um, I think wearing sweatpants every day is making me feel lazy. Yeah. Or put me more in a lazy mood. Although sweatpants are for sweating in, hence the name. Yeah, and I've been doing my exercise, but I'm just saying that I just feel like I should maybe wear more kind of, not business clothes, but maybe if I dress up a bit more, I might feel a bit more productive or feel a bit more confident or like, yeah, yeah I can uh, do No, I, I completely get it. I've been feeling the same. Um, I'm sure a lot of people with lockdown uh, have not found the necessity or requirement to, you know, dress for work, so to speak. Mm. Um and um, I kind of feel that I just want to, again, just look smarter. I kind of feel that sometimes I've been wearing the same clothes day in, day out. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's what I mean, that I, I don't feel smart. And I feel like if I don't feel good, then I might not be as productive as I want to be. And then it's kind of a cycle. I'm like, oh, I feel crappy because I didn't do everything that was on my to-do list. Um, talking of which, sorry, I don't know what just suddenly made me think about this. Um, um, I was uh, attended a seminar, a Zoom seminar, um, the other day, uh, earlier in the week. And people were just chatting before the seminar started about you know, the usual Zoom chat. Oh, you know, people don't don't forget uh, forget to turn off their mo- uh, videos and they yeah and not muted when they and all of this kind of stuff and, ha, some, ha. and somebody just said well i was in a seminar the other day and we were all meant to be having our cameras off and then suddenly we saw this bloke who clearly hadn't turned his camera off stand up and walk across the room in his underpants <laughs> i'm sure that's happened quite often to be fair yeah it wasn't me by the way um yeah just i normally just wear some like a nice top and then my pyjamas or sweatpants underneath. That's, that's, just... that's the big That's the big question of um, 
uh, remote working, isn't it? What are people wearing on their bottom half? Mm. <laughs> um, but that used to be said also of various um, television news presenters who all had to look um, pro- incredibly professional and what have you. Oh, you mean they'd only wear from, a suit from uh, the top? You, yeah, underneath they could just be wearing boxer shorts. Or, yeah. Um, or as you say, some kind of um, um, sweatshirt and trainers, or sorry, sweatpants and trainers. Mm. But now my problem is I still want to be comfortable. Like I don't want to wear my jeans. My jeans are a bit uncomfy. I need something comfortable, but... Um, that makes me feel... A dress. Yeah, I could wear a dress. Um, mm. but I've I have always to be... assumed that wearing dresses are quite comfortable, but you know, it depends obviously on the cut. Depends on the dress. Yeah, mm. I could I've buy dresses. I've worn very few dresses. Have you worn a dress? Oh, God, yes. Of course I have. Did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah, well, I like dressing up. Um, I've worn uh, particularly when i was uh, younger uh, in my teens um i wore dresses to parties um sorry i should maybe <laughs> clarify um <laughs> uh, these th- there were occasionally parties where people would um dress up um i don't know as certain characters and i often went i had this um st- well my mother had this stunning uh sequent dress and i used to wear that mm. Breaking gender stereotypes yeah. since. And and I went on, you've probably seen pictures of me, I went on a charity walk in the Peak District wearing a dress and a wig and carrying a handbag. Uh, I do remember you bought charity. tights and then you didn't wear them so you gave them to me. You're like, oh, I have a pair of tights I bought that I never used. Yeah. <laughs> and you just gave them to me. Um, yeah, I guess so. It was actually very hot. Uh, it was in the summer, admittedly. Um, it was very hot um, walking um, in a wig. I wouldn't recommend it. Mm, depends on the wig. Yeah. Also, you don't have a lot of hair on your head, so I think anything on your head feels like a lot. <laughs> well, no, but I often wear, uh, as you know, I often wear a hat when walking in order to yeah, keep the sun off my baldy bits. Not the same. Um, but, um, well, of course the wig was not made of human hair. It was, um, plastic. Well, I'm not sure. There's some man-made fiber. Do you still have the wig? Um, I think it's probably in a box somewhere, uh, in Leicester. Mm. Um, I think this conversation is probably quite boring to anyone listening (laughs) other than us. (laughs) So you've been breaking gender norms then? To make it serious, you've been wearing skirts. Um, um, well, and as I said, I just, <laughs> just occasionally I used to go to parties um, if the need uh, was appropriate. Sorry, not the need, but if the occasion was appropriate, uh, I would sometimes dress uh, as a female. Um, nothing wrong with that. And um, the clothes, of course, do. when I was also had, shall we say, slightly better figure than I do now. Um, after I went to Thailand once, I came back with various sarongs, are they called? Don't ask me. Yeah, the, know. the kind of skirt things that they wear mm. in Thailand, which are worn by both males and females in Thailand. And I used to wear those around the house They were because they were um, very, comfortable. very comfortable. Yeah. Well, clothes don't really have a gender or shouldn't really have a gender. So. David Beckham 
wore a sarong. Did he? Yes, apparently. Um, it got into all the newspapers and um, they wondered who was a bit of a cross-dresser. Um, but um, David... God uh, forbid, he's, David he's, Beckham, he's, the man of the UK, He stole wear it from me. I was wearing sarongs before David Beckham. Ugh. And now Harry Styles is wearing them. Who? <laughs> Harry Styles. I'm proud of that now. I've never met him. Who's he? Oh, uh, he's a singer. Um, I remember the story you said about the fur coat when you wore your mum's fur coat (laughs) and they thought you stole it. (laughs) Yes, which I I thought was incredibly... uh, uh, I I was just walking along the street wearing a fur coat and the police stopped me um, thinking that this was unusual. Um, And they said, where are you going, sir? And I said, well, I'm going home. They said, where have you been? I said, well, I've been to a party. And um, they said, um, can anybody verify that? I said, well, obviously the people at the party can. They said, well, I said, what's all this all about? They said, well, um, there's been a break-in, and one of the things that was taken was a fur coat, and we think it's very unusual that a man is dressed in a fur coat. Why So I said, well, if you like, you can drive me home and ask my mother, since it belongs to her. And they, they actually gave me a lift home. And I said, are you going to come in then? And they said, oh, no, don't worry. We know where you live. Um, we can come and find you if need be. Um, and um, but, I, but I actually had a fur coat of my own as well. Um, you sound very British. I don't know why I'm saying that story. <laughs> um, probably. Oh, yes, I had a fur coat, sir. <laughs> David Cassidy used to wear a fur coat. You probably don't even know who David Cassidy was. He was a heartthrob of young girls when I was um, uh, a teenage lad. I think actually most women uh, prefer or or they think it's attractive when a man is quite secure in his masculinity and will wear more uh, feminine things, I guess. Feminine in quotations because... What really is feminine? Like yeah, the, the doing bat- their nails. Oh, I did my nails. Oh. Yes. I you was were very such proud a party person. Wow. Well, the worst thing about it, of course, is that um, in those days, um, um, one wasn't, well, what I'm trying to say is that there wasn't such a thing about wearing fur. Um, and of course, I wouldn't wear a fur coat now. But those then um, one didn't, um, it wasn't brought to one's attention perhaps quite as much as it should have been. What? Fur coats. You wouldn't (laughs) wear fur now. What do you mean? Well, fur, you know, it's like not PC. Uh, Yeah, I I, kind of lost you a bit, but um, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, you can wear fake fur. Yeah. Faux fur. Faux fur. I do. I have on one faux fur coat, and I do feel like a very rich, uh, a bit like Cruella. Du- like I feel Cruella. Du- it makes me feel very. Um, I don't know, powerful, you but get, also, you yeah. probably will. To Cruella, see your is to get a good Cruella, Cruella. 
Um, are we actually going to talk about anything this week? <laughs> uh, or should we just talk about my cross-dressing um, habits? Well, it's interesting because realistically, fashion and kind of these gender norms that fashion takes just change throughout time with or without reason. Like, you remember there's like... You know, high heels we talked about before. Well, yes, I mean dresses, stuff like that. They were used to be like very masculine, and then they're yeah, like we, we've talked about very feminine. But I guess um, what you probably are not aware of is that uh, I was a teenager in the period of what was then called glam rock, where wow. fashion was very androgynous. So, did you wear you know, any makeup? Oh, I wore makeup, yes. But, you know, so a lot of pop stars would wear makeup. Yeah. Um, obviously, they would have their hair. Yeah, but I asked you to do your nails recently and you said, no, that's not very glam pop rock of you. Yeah, but I'm also not 16 anymore. So? Um, we're just trying to have some fun. Girls just want to have fun. <laughs> Although you did accept a... um. Facial steam. Uh, well, yes. Not that I needed it, of course. I have you know, very good facial skin. Yes. But I just wanted to have a pamper session. <laughs> Sorry, can you not pamper yourself? I can. I just thought it would be fun if you painted your nails. Maybe I should get a colour you like. Maybe I don't have any colours you now, like. What colour were you proposing? I can't remember. I don't remember now. What colour would you like? Um... Or maybe like one or two nails, not the whole hand. Oh, uh, right. Oh, right. You mean a bit like a kind of guitarist. Yeah. Something. Are you changing your mind now? Am I selling it? Um, I painted my nails red. I just like red nails. Red it's, nails? Yeah. See, whereas I feel like a lot of guys now go with black nails. Well, that's just a bit Like goffy, more isn't like, it? you know, masculine. That's just a bit goffy, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. But actually what I used to use... Or you could just do a plain, just like a nice, just I used invisible to, one. Well, I used to have, that's what I was going to say, I used to have um, um, a transparent nail varnish. Yeah. Right? It was just, so it looked like a very high gloss. Yeah, just like a plain manicure and then you just, yeah. your hands look nice. Just cut your nails, you know, Yeah. do all of that. Hmm. What about jewellery? about what jewelry um i don't think i ever wore a lot of jewelry when i was a young man um i did at one stage um the f in my first year of um university is there any photographic evidence of any of this i've never seen any photos no, of I don't all like these cross-dressing no i don't like i don't think we should call it cross-dressing because it's not we don't adhere to it no, I, I don't like photographs, and I never had like photographs being taken of me. So there's virtually no photographic evidence of this. Um, but going back to the jury, I did uh, uh, around the time just before going to uh, and my first year of university, I did fashion wearing a chain round my neck. A chain round your yes. neck. Um, but it was nothing special about the chain. It was a relatively normal chain. Um, but it had all of these potential, uh, all of these things on it. Um, I'm not really, sorry, I'm not really describing this very well, um, particularly for the listeners. Um, 
just little charms and stuff like uh, uh, there was a Saint Christopher, there was a crucifix, there was this thing with a spider on it, um, uh, and there was and it it, it kind of gradually grew and it just and I don't know what happened to it in the end, but it had all of these um, little charms and things on it. Um, I think it's very weird to listen, especially since you don't have any photos, so I have to kind of picture it in my mind. And it's quite weird to always think of your parents having a life before you. Yes, I it's know. It's so bizarre. There is a life before parenthood, you know. I know, but it's so weird to think that. I Well, I know, of course, because or you, to as, picture you assume you, your parents you know, have always been the same. Yeah, like I can't imagine you going to parties wearing makeup, this, that, like... <laughs> I just can't picture it. Ooh, it's very interesting. Mm, well, very interesting. Same with mum. Like sometimes she'll say stories. I'm like, what? I can't imagine that. What? Uh, or like, ch- kind of like teenage years, you know, twenties and stuff. Sounds a bit crazy. Well, maybe in. 30 or 40 years time you'll look back and think oh my god i can't believe i did that when i was 18 well do you know what i can't believe i've spent my my 21st and 22nd year in lockdown i'm wasting my best years stuck indoors (laughs) (laughs) stuck indoors with your father how how worse can it get so i don't have i'm i'm gonna have to start piling up you know the kind of outrageous stories post lockdown right because i'm wasting time not having any although then again it might be quite cool you know two kids being like yeah survived the plague yeah yeah (laughs) I did my bit. I stayed indoors. Didn't yeah. get it. Um, no, I think uh, uh, I think it's you're right. It's a bit right. like how I would ask Granddad about the war. That's Actually, right. I was going to say precisely. <laughs> that's just what I was about to say. That in forty years' time, um, you know, younger people were saying, "Oh, what was it like during lockdown? Yeah, did you run out of toilet rolls? Was it as bad <laughs> as they say?" Oh, was it really, was it true that the supermarkets had to say, like, you can only buy one of this? Yeah. Mm. And they won't be able to understand how, you mean you really stayed in the same house all of that time? Mm. Oh. I know, I know. Without but- even teleporting. <laughs> um. And all you had was a mobile phone. (gasps) I know, I know, I know. Um, But, yeah, I always find it fascinating with grandparents that live through the war or different times. It's like, what? what? Huh? Like, I can't, I don't know. It's like, it's weird to think that this will be something that kids will be like, I can't believe this. Although, truth be told... Yes. And I don't like to be the pessimist, but I will be for a minute, but I don't want us to stay on it because I don't like Get out with it. to on. think about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, and? Is that if the environment keeps going the way it is, there's going to be a lot more diseases and pandemics popping out all over the place. There's a bunch of diseases trapped in the ice. 
<laughs> that we haven't dealt with in years. Or once the forest, like more animals will be in contact with humans that carry diseases, etc., etc., etc. But I don't like to think that this will become a new normal of like every year there'll be something new and something new and something new. So I don't want to stick on that. So I'm, I'd like to say positive and say, nah, when I have kids, it's all going to be better. Um, well, yes. <laughs> Maybe we should end there on that very high positive note that the environment is going to um, bugger everything up. Well, it's not going to bugger everything up. It's just going to require significant changes. And the trouble is, unfortunately, politicians are too slow in acknowledging that. <sighs> but that's not that's another podcast don't get me on to environmentalism and environmental issues mm. indeed talking of which um see if you can get the link here um today i think is world autism day is it yeah and there's the link to environmentalism greta thunberg yeah indeed uh, she's amazing Absolutely. Very inspirational. Yeah, she is very inspirational. So who else has inspired you then? Oh, good, good, um, <laughs> good, um, what's the word? Leeway? Uh, link. Link. Um, oh, Segway. Segway. That was very well done, very smooth. If I hadn't pointed it out, it wouldn't have been <laughs> so smooth. Um, uh, Greta. Um, are we talking young age? Because obviously she's quite young. Well, whatever you like. Or any age. Or are we talking environmental people? Anybody. I'm not really fussed. Um, I would say there's actually quite a few people. Let me, um, my parents. Your parents? Yes. Uh. Um... How they inspired you? Uh, it's Do you want me to leave the room? <laughs> well, I'd say mum has inspired me because I feel like I spent most time with mum. Well, yes, you know, we know that. And I think just the fact that she'd go to work, come home, work more, and she kind of raised me by herself... And I think stuff that she's gone through life in general and how she's handled it and, I don't know, she I, she inspires me. I'd say your work ethic, although sometimes it's a bit too much. But I'd say that, that the fact that you've found an interest and stuck with it for so long and you still like to learn about it and you know so much about it. Whereas I feel like sometimes I'm like, yeah, I, I want to do music. And then sometimes I'm like, I'm such a fraud. I don't know all of Bach's sonatas. I don't know everything. So I, I quite admire how you, I feel like you know a lot. I mean, obviously not everything, but like a lot of what there is to know in your field of expertise. That's the, that's the notion of being an expert, I guess. Well, but, but you'd be surprised at how many people are frauds. <laughs> uh, well, yes. Um, that don't actually necessarily know that much or don't have a passion for it. I don't know, but I think it's quite inspiring. I think both of you have, both mum and you have this kind of drive 
and you found passions that you have and just keep learning and keep evolving in them and keep researching and keep you know being engaged with them well anyway enough enough about me and your mother let's turn to uh uh other people so who else has inspired you uh aoc do you know aoc aoc um is no she's an american congresswoman right uh she's just very good i like her kind of how she's very good with words how she speaks up for stuff she's just very um very brave very good um was she one of the ones that was criticized by trump of course of yeah. course of in, course yeah in which case and yeah i didn't not sure i recognized the abbreviation uh her name is alexandra yeah. ocasio cortez yeah, i want to yeah. say yeah, yeah um i just have never referred to her as aoc before and she called out what's his name because he called her a bitch or something uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, but like I that. just liked the way she wasn't like she spoke so well on the topic. I just like I just think she's so well worded. Um, um, I don't know. Should I just name people? Well, I don't know. You can think about it a bit. So, um, blimey! How about you? I was going to say I've already maybe, said three, four people myself. Yeah. Um, um parents as well um that um uh but you already go on but for very different reasons um but my mother was a particular influence uh yeah or equally sometimes a, a, an annoyance as well um but uh yeah she was very influential when i was growing up yeah that's how mums have to be they have to be a bit annoying as well um but um, um, one of the teachers who, unfortunately, whose name I can't remember and I feel ashamed not to be able to remember it, um, in my mind I call her Mrs. Wigwam. <laughs> <laughs> and that clearly wasn't her name. But I think it did begin with W, and I think Nick w Wigwam was the nickname I had for her. Um, she was uh, a teacher... And I think my primary school, or it may have been very early junior, and she was one of these teachers who taught you everything. Um, she she taught you virtually much all day. And she was just such a good storyteller. She would mm. um, you know, hold the class, I think. Into, well, certainly me. She, she could you know, talk about um, a number of different subjects, and I just found it so uh, interesting to, to just listen to her and her passion about talking for something that I think she was one of the first person I ever met who I was very impressed by the passion uh, about uh, about the way in which she talked about things so uh, it's unfortunate I can't remember her name well uh, wigwam will do wigwam mrs wigwam I think teachers is a very good example I think teachers are so important and can be so inspiring. Well, and, and but in, also in a they can be. Well. Yeah, exactly. I think sometimes teachers don't understand their influence and how much they can negatively influence someone, mm. uh, which is quite upsetting because I've had stuff like that happen to me. Oh, well, there. 
there's hardly anybody that um, won't tell you about, oh, you know, the reason I hate subject X, whatever it might because, be, yeah, yeah. is because we had such a terrible teacher. Well, it's not just having, it's sometimes a teacher kind of persuading you that you can't do it. Because mm. I feel like I had one bad piano teacher and after that it's like I couldn't play, I can't play in front of people. Right. I doubt myself so much that I just rather not. It causes me so much distress. Mm. And then I had a different teacher and she was like, please just let me, let me, like she said, I know you can do it. You just need to let me teach you. just knocked all the confidence out of you. Yeah, and I just said, you can show me, I can sit here, but I know myself and I know that I won't be able to sit down and study because it just causes me so much stress that I won't sit down and study for it. I can happily play by myself without anyone listening to me, Hmm. um, which is quite upsetting. And I, I think gradually I'd like to kind of work out of that and maybe go back to evolving my piano skills because I used to really love it Uh, and I mean I obviously still play because I use it but as I said I won't play in front of someone like to perform something to someone um I hadn't realized that you were ever quite so stressed about it oh yeah I can't like if you were to ask me oh play us I've never heard you play yeah You, you would never um, when I, if I would say to you, uh, oh, would you play something, you just never would. Yeah. But I feel like when I was younger, when I started, I I'm would. I'm talking about when, um, I don't think you ever have, really. Mm. But, but I'd yeah. happily do it by myself. Mm. It's just not with someone there. Yeah. I think it's just because of the way maybe she reacted when I do it. It's just made me feel awful. Um. So, yeah, I'm going back to me. Influential, I don't know. Um, there are a number of characters um, whose story and life very much intrigued me. So I remember again when I was quite young. Hermione Granger. No, I said when I was quite young. Um, I was really fascinated and intrigued by Leonardo da Vinci. Da Vinci. Um, the notion that uh, a single person could be so talented at skilled at so many different uh, areas. I mean, I'm I'm not sure I knew what a polymath was then, but this notion of somebody who clearly was a polymath um, and had these uh, amazing um, skills. I even um, um, kept a diary at the time um, mimicking... Leonardo da Vinci's secret handwriting, although it's actually a slight variant on his, but um, secret handwriting. Yes. Um. So yeah, I was definitely much. I was very much fascinated. intrigued by fascinated or, or intrigued by Leonardo da Vinci, uh, and also various other historical characters. I remember. Uh, I'm not quite sure why, but I was very intrigued by the Empress Matilda or Maud, um, who um, had married, of course, the uh, uh, Holy Roman Emperor Henry the 
stupid. You're saying this like everyone knows this. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> I've never heard of was this. The, was the daughter of Henry the First and ah uh, yes, of course, naturally. And should have, of course, have been should have her- inherited the English the crown to the the, the, to the English throne, uh, but to a certain extent was usurped um, <gasps> by her cousin. Why? Um, well, A, because he was a man and he was in the um, right place at the right time. <gasps> so he took the throne before she could return. And, of course, then there was a civil war that ensued for several years um, at the um, in the 12th century. And I was very intrigued by, uh, as, a, as a young man, um, again, probably, I don't know, about eight or nine, how this woman had this immense power and how she had been diddled out the throne. Just because she is a woman. No, no, not because Just she was because a, of no, the ways it wasn't, it wasn't, things no, it happened. No, okay, no, no, it okay, wasn't because okay. she's a woman. That's a very um, misleading way to put it. It was just wrong it. time, she was right in people wrong in the I wrong mean, place. She wasn't, she wasn't in England when her father died and Stephen made a preemptive strike, so to speak. Mm. And so she then had to wrestle the throne away from him. Right, well, I never knew this story. Well, there we go. Hmm. Uh, and Eleanor of Aquitaine, for example. You know, uh, one Cleopatra. Of, well, I don't know very much about Cleopatra, but Ele- Eleanor of Aquitaine, clearly the wealthiest woman uh, probably on the planet, although that said, certainly I've no Europe. idea who she is. Uh, wife of Louis the Second, but also, of course, the wife of the French king before that, Louis the Bleu, something or other. I can't remember which Louis it was. So she was a queen twice, but she was both queen of France and queen of England. Um, I don't know a lot about this history. You're speaking about it as if it's... amazingly powerful woman. Well-known facts. Hmm. Cool. So I was intrigued by these... Um, um, powerful characters um, so maybe we should do a podcast talking about historical figures that we like inspire us well as i say i'm not sure i've been inspired by them but certainly i found them incredibly fascinating, fascinating and, and intriguing mm. i'm not sure i've actually been that inspired by many people hmm. well anyway so um back to you Back to you, back to the station. Yeah. All right, Johnny, that's the weather forecast. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Nothing more to say. <laughs> you don't know. You don't. <laughs> so you haven't been inspired by many people either. I have. I've, been, I've mentioned them. Oh, come on. You've mentioned your parents. Uh, and AOC, Greta Thunberg. Yeah. What else do you want from me? Well, okay, music. Maria Callas, my music teacher at school, one of them. Okay. Who was then my choir who master. Not, who didn't um, put you off playing the piano in public? No. Uh, I don't know. The suffragettes. <laughs> um, the Prime Minister of New Zealand. I like her too. I, I can. One of the things, can you really be... What's her name? Jacinda? Yeah. Is that her name? Can you be inspired by people you don't really know? Well, I don't know, but it can be just the idea, like I 
you can like elements about them,、mm, or what you what you've heard of them. Yeah. The danger is, is that you build these people up, you meet them in real life, and, and they might、crap. be incredibly、um, uh, uninspiring.、Mm, possibly. Well, I don't know. <sighs> We've gone over time. Oh, have we gone over time? Well, We've not, just got into talking about not, the subject. <laughs> we haven't gone over, but maybe we need a more focused episode about people that inspire us. Okay, well, let's pick this up maybe another week. But we all we all mentioned women except for Leonardo da Vinci. Ah,、uh, well, who of course was、um, allegedly bisexual. That has nothing to do with his gender. <laughs> No, I, I, do <laughs> I thought you were going to say,、uh, yeah, but it's interesting how we've chosen women.、Um, <laughs> What man inspires me? I don't can't think of. Wasn't your singing teacher? Yeah, he was my choir master. Yeah. yeah, I guess I mentioned one man, but we've mainly mentioned women. Why is、uh, that? Uh, well, I, for, I guess when I started work in Cambridge, I was very influenced. Because women are by... amazing, you don't need to explain it. We all know it. <laughs> well, without stating the obvious, but、um, three people I worked with were very influential,、um, inspirational. Yes, probably they were all men. What、uh, Stephen Hawking? No.、Um, Though you said you saw him in Cambridge. Yeah,、um, I. Which is quite cool.、Uh, yeah, I used to see him around.、Um, he obviously he was very distinctive, being in a wheelchair, and、uh, he didn't have his voice box then.、Um, but people I worked with、uh, as a young man、um, were clearly inspirational. I guess、mm. uh, they were men.、Um, I think a lot of times it's everyday people, if that makes sense.、Mm. Doesn't necessarily have to be big celebrities. And、no. I think what I was having a conversation with someone, I just kind of felt like it's weird how some people, without knowing it, inspire you in different ways. Because、mm. one of my friends was like, "Oh, I really in- in- admire how you know." I don't remember what they said, and I didn't ask for it. I wasn't like, "Yes, please tell me I'm doing well. I need it." But、um, he just said, "Oh, if I was home alone, I wouldn't be able to do half of what you're doing." You know, I don't know how you're staying sane and trying to do stuff at the same time. I was like, "Ah,、oh, thank you for saying that." And I kind of thought, "Hmm." I feel like, and then I kind of said something back to them. Like I was like, "Oh, well, well, you, what you do inspires me." And it was kind of like this, kind of like, "Hey, look, we both kind of inspire each other without really knowing." And I guess I quite liked verbalizing it, and I think in a way it's quite nice. If someone inspires you, maybe tell them. I think maybe like, hey, you know what you did really inspired me to do this, or made me look at this in a different way, or I have a different outlook because of the way you reacted to something, or because of something you said to me. I now believe in myself a bit more, or something. Like it isn't always a big celebrity that inspires us. It can be everyday act- action. Sorry, I almost choked on my own spit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was getting too inspirational. See,、yeah. I needed to humble myself for a minute. <laughs> Absolutely.、Um, but yeah, I don't know how you feel about that. But yeah, 
That's me. That's you. Are you not going to add anything? Um, I was thinking. Agree, disagree? Uh, no, I completely agree uh, with Sometimes you. Sometimes it can think. be a stranger on the street. Yeah, I, it needn't necessarily be somebody you know, but you think, you stop and think, oh, that was a really good thing to do. Mm. Uh, or a really clever thing to do, or mm. a smart thing to do, or whatever it might be. Um, and you might not even know who they are. Yeah. Um, but equally, I think it can work the other way around <laughs> in that uh, you might, um, there might be some people you know, and you think that was a really dumb thing to do, yeah. or a really stupid thing yeah. to do. And they inspire you in a different way, uh, i.e. not to follow um, their in lead. The, yeah, yeah. So we all learn from people. And I think we need to just be open to that learning process. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Um, okay, well, that's it. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> a bit sharp. Okay, do you not want to even say goodbye to our listeners? Uh, goodbye. Bye. Enjoy the rest of your day, evening. Okay. Oh, by the way, somebody did uh, email me and said that they wanted us to do um, <laughs> the whole of the Oliver as a podcast. We will not be doing that. Well, you suggested it. <laughs> you suggested it a week or two ago. <laughs> uh, we will not be doing that. Why not? <laughs> we will not be doing that. Maybe we could record covers. It could be inspirational for others. Maybe we could record covers. Uh, um, but no, we not. <laughs> or, or we could do... Um, Would you like to sing... Are you trying to say this so you'd like to sing something from Oliver and then we can fade out singing Oliver? Um, I'm trying to remember what the opening uh, song is. It's Food, this Glorious Food. we're waiting for. Da, 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 it's da, food, da, glorious food. Yeah, but how does it start? I know we all know the. Da, 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 and grow. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but no, we can't think of the lyrics. I'm afraid. <laughs> One of them says, "Good, glorious food. What wouldn't we give for that?" Little bit more. more. <laughs> da, 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 I don't think we're sounding very inspirational <laughs> at the moment. I think we need to actually learn the lyrics. Oh, food, glorious food, wonderful food, glorious.